recently Lego made this new line called like something Lego Racers. I don't know. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah. they're real life cars. And um, Sam, keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it was twenty dollars originally, and oh my gosh, Miss Sarah just brought in a bucket of Legos. Oh, all right. Are we talking about Lego investing? You said you said car Legos. I'm, okay. I'm playing the car game. Yeah, yeah. Un- unopened McLaren Senna. Unopened Ford GT. Unopened Lotus. You beat me to it, Maceo. What? Hey, no, no, hey, don't worry, keeps going. Uh, unopened McLaren Elva. Unopened uh, whatever his Audi is. Unopened Koenigsegg. Uh, Jesco. Unopened GR Supra. And oh. This one actually I did build, which is a Ferrari I am speechless. Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Today we have an absolute banger going for you today. Banger. Absolute banger. Uh, we've got a pretty sweet episode for today. And Sam, you want to get started or? Yeah, no. Before we start. Before we start. A crazy series of events just took place. That resulted in me losing three thousand dollars. All right, so you might have a <laughs> what? Yeah, I know it. It sounds crazy. All right, so to start to get context, we need to go back in time a little bit. All right, so mm-hmm. say over the past month or so, I've I've been telling you about these trips that I'm going to be going on soon. Right, so we have yep. I'm going to Edinburgh and London coming up in. Yeah. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks, right? Yeah. Just had a meeting about that, so that went good. Um, this weekend, I'm going down to Santa Barbara for Gaucho Man, and then I have a ton of other projects. I'm just, I'm just busy coming up in in these next couple of weeks, and yeah. a lot of the things that I'm doing revolve around my media business. All right, Sam Crane Media. For a, a lot of you know that that I do this. Um, I think maybe in the first episode of the podcast we talked about it. But yeah, probably. that's my primary source of income is I've been making videos and, and doing photos and that kind of stuff for like the past six years of my life. But more recently, I just started turning it into like a business and, and that's how I make money. And that's been that's been kicking kicking up. So I've been getting a lot of like, you know, emails from clients wanting me to do projects. And the thing is, the camera that I've been using forever for for my making my stuff it's like from 2016 so it's a, it's a really old camera it's like seven years old and I was, i'm growing out of it to be frank i and recently for all my recent projects i haven't even been using it at all i've been borrowing ones from the school yeah the thing is that can only get you so far and our mr lucadano our um the digital media teacher at our school has been so gracious with me just letting me like borrow his stuff some of his personal gear too and that's how I've been surviving for these for these past couple uh, for the past like year basically. The thing is, I didn't want to have to ask him to borrow a camera to take overseas to <laughs> to London, and it's really weird borrowing school equipment for doing my own personal things. So it was time for me to you know buy another camera basically. The thing is, so this I don't want to geek out too much on everyone, but this new camera. Um, just came out called the Panasonic Lumix S52. So you had a Panasonic camera for a brief stint, maybe like a couple of days before like you returned it and sent it back. Four days. What was I the think. main problem with it? It was the autofocus, right? It just yeah, I thought the autofocus sucked, and like 
Um, like the color wasn't that great, and my editing skills weren't amazing at that Basically, point. Basically, so like, I couldn't really a, utilize it. Yeah, you sold it for a Canon that has better autofocus. That's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's around here somewhere. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> um, and that had been the main issue with Panasonic cameras. This new one that came out has great autofocus, and I'm like, this is the camera I want. So it's coming out soon, right? So it, there, there had been pre-orders for like a month, and it was going to come out on January 30th. What day is it today, Maceo? It's January 30th. All right, so I started to get worried because I hadn't pre-ordered the camera, and I was I was looking at, at all these things on like Amazon and stuff, and it said it was going to ship February 22nd, February 25th, and I'm like, that's not in time for my trip and all of my client work that I have coming up. So I w- I'm scared, all right? So we went to the meeting oh. today, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the last thing that, that I need to get before this trip to be ready, I need to get a camera. So then I was looking today, the camera came out, check Best Buy, sold out, check B&H, sold out. And the only things that aren't sold out is buying the camera with the kit lens. The thing is, that kit lens would be totally useless for me. And Maceo, you know just how hard it is to sell something on Craigslist that is like completely useless. No one's buying the kit lens for these for these cameras. So I'd basically be tanking the $300 and then seeing if I could get rid of that lens for something. And then I looked and I found Adorama, right? This website, this camera website. And yeah. it said that they, they had um, a couple left. Um, it said that they ha- were going to have some ready in two to five days. So while I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm contacting Adorama to see if they're going to be able to get this camera back in stock. I go and I just check Amazon just to see. And there are two cameras left in stock. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it is time to pull the trigger. I can avoid all of these catastrophic failures of having to, you know, buy the camera with a kit lens that I, then I would have to try to sell or like, you know, begging my the, the digital media teacher at our school to, to lend me um, a camera for this upcoming client work. But it all worked out. I'm like, all right, now is the time to pull the trigger. So in the past three hours, two hours, I just dropped $3,000 on a new camera. The thing is, it is a business investment 100%. That's how I'm going to justify it. It's not a toy for me because really it is my work. That's what I do to make money now. So I think it was a necessity. I don't see how I could have gotten away with not buying this camera because... I need I need a camera, right? Yes. Yeah. No. No. It's 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 logical. Don't, it'll no. Pay no. No. Off, me. Right? I need a no, camera, no. Sam. Sam, it'll pay itself off, right? I know. You're gonna you're gonna pay it off quickly too, right? I'm thinking I'll be able to pay it off within like the next couple of months, and then everything after that, as we like to call it here on the pod, pure profit. So, I think I think it's a W move, and that brings me into this little segment that I wanted to talk about, which is investing in yourself. So, I'm fully confident that this is the right decision. Um, and the reason is, is because I know, I believe in my own skills and I know that I'll be able to use this camera to make more money. And thing is, you know, spending something like $3,000 to buy a brand new camera can be really scary because it's a lot, it's a, it's not a small amount of money. And if you can't pay it off, all of a sudden you're $3,000 in the hole. I mean, of course you get a new camera, but that's, uh, it's just a big hurdle to, to jump over. And I think it's you have to realize that you're investing in yourself. You're betting that you're going to be able to pay it off. The only person that 
is responsible is you. But when you really do believe in yourself, it's it's like totally fine to spend money on on stuff that is personal development. I mean, we look at like things like college. I mean, that's like a really big invest in yourself moment if you decide to do that. Um, you're looking at like a quarter of a million dollars. That's purely pure, purely professional development. This is more of like a business expense. Um, and then the second thing that it ties into is. I, I don't know about you, Maceo, but I would always, let's say you're like, you know, back when you're like, let's say like two years ago when you're trying to start random business ideas, right? Yeah. And you need to start a website. When do you always look for like the free tier website? Yeah. Every time. Like what's, what's free? You know, what, what's free? And I think until recently, I had been going on this mindset of like, you can only get like free software. And, and free stuff like that like it's not okay to spend spend money especially on things like software um but now recently i mean with the pod i'm not even paying for it this is just going on your black card but riverside we're like paying you know money to get our the subscription that for the software that we use then like for the for chimp typhoon we're like buying domains and developer kits and all of that stuff just banking on the fact that we're going to make money and be able to pay it off so uh, that's another thing if something's free we kind of talked about this last time but if something's free you're probably the you are the product not the 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 buyer so getting over that hurdle buying free stuff being willing to make big purchases because i'm telling you right now you have there's a ceiling to the amount of money you can make if you don't put in any upfront investment be careful with this though, because this is also something that a lot of people use to get you to buy their course. You know, like it's like I feel like this is a common strategy. Like, just pay this much money, and and you can make th- this much more. So, this does not mean you need to go buy the first TikTokers course that you see. But what I am saying is that a lot of times there is an investment that's necessary to uh, to end up making money because. I mean, how much money do you think you can make with no investment? I guess there are certain things where you where you don't need that much startup cash. But let's yeah. say you just want to do something like start a dropshipping store. You're going to need to like pay 30 bucks for a Shopify account. And you can try to find some free alternative, but they're probably making money off of you some other way besides just taking money from your wallet. Yeah, totally. And I feel kind of like, um, like when you spend money on something it kind of gets like skin in the game, you know, like it'll keep you motivated to like actually stay true to it. Like I've started, I've made so many websites on Wix and yeah, like, and like free Shopify and like all that stuff and never stuck with it because I wasn't paying for it. Like I had no skin in the game. Like, why would I care? But I bet if I was to spend $5 to make that website, I would have stuck with it so much more because I would have been like committed to the process. It's like, know? uh, it's, it's taking advantage of this is a way you can we've talked about the sunk cost fallacy in the past <laughs> and this is a sort of way you can mix in like stuff from atomic habits like commitment devices and bring in the sunk cost fallacy to benefit yourself if you can spend money on you know things like you said starting a website starting a business because of the sunk cost fallacy that we talked about in a previous episode which to recap is basically the idea that if you spend money on something you're basically going to want to get your money's worth even if you don't want to keep doing that thing um and a lot of times like you know 
going the the bad things that can happen from it are you pay for a really bad movie and you feel like you need to stay and watch the movie even though it's really bad but you could be doing better things with your time if there's something that you know for a fact that you want to commit to like starting a business if you pay that money up front then sunk cost fallacy is going to kick in you're going to want to stick with building that business even if um exterior motives and other things are making you want to back out so that's like a fun that's really that is a fun spin on like how to use these traditionally negative things to your advantage yeah <clears throat> so you watch have you watched the new avatar movie no i haven't sorry why i don't know bro <laughs> i okay. know i should well i just haven't had the time to do it that's my excuse for everything i don't have the time it's a really bad it oh. is, is it is a ter- it is a terrible excuse that movie's like the opposite of the sunk cost fallacy like <laughs> is it really that good i it went by really quick like i was I'll surprised it, it spent four but hours. that's like, like it's a, how long is it <laughs> three and a half hours that's ridiculous it's so i don't long. have that i don't have that kind of time bro it's so long i watched it like too. the middle of winter break which was i guess fine but like it's so long dude i can't i can i can take time out of my day to go watch puss in boots but i don't know about avatar oh, i need to watch me some when puss barbie when barbie and oppenheimer so we'll, <laughs> we'll watch we'll watch peak cinema and then we'll go watch oppenheimer if we have time on on july 21st all on the same day all on the same day just live in the theater basically <laughs> but yeah um go spend money go <laughs> i like <how> we, <laughs> go uh, spend all your money all right basically if you're gonna get anything out of this go drop three thousand dollars on on starting a business and, and maybe you'll finally stick to it <laughs> all right you know it's a good investment sam is, is our course linked right down yep, below our go course to our on how to It'll make one trillion dollars on a trillion <laughs> dollars in two our, days two days Six step plan to make a trillion dollars in our bio only costs six thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars and we'll teach to make you how a trillion. To, how to get the black card, baby. How you can be cool like us and have a no <laughs> no spending on the black card. Yeah. By the way, I put the camera on our on our team finance black card, not our individual ones, but that's fine. Because I assume that I will maybe make one ad for teen finance and that'll that'll pay it off. We, we even? Okay. Well, okay. I just put my M4 I put the M4 comp on there, so like I guess yeah it like, kind of balances out right like well you need to get back to your house from school some way to record the pod yeah like how else would i be able to record the pod i don't know if i don't if i you, can't get I, from school if you, if you don't have an m4 i mean like what if you buy like a cheaper car then you're not fast enough no because like i need to be able to use all 747 horsepower to get from my yeah it is 747 horsepower i think the comp x drive does <laughs> now nah, that's crazy all right for the rest of this episode we want to roll into some of the weirdest ways that people are making money recently all right so the first one i've been seeing all over tiktok people are legitimately commenting dropshipping is dead this is the only way to make money fast online now and you have all experienced this in some way shape or form all right what i'm talking about is only fans marketing okay so people call it ofm so there's amazon fba and now there's only <laughs> there's, there's ofm so what people are doing is they're starting these... So it used to be like social media marketing agencies, right? For traditional businesses. And then you go and do their social media marketing for them. Now, what the, the new strat that, that people are exploring is finding OnlyFans models and then funneling in traffic to them and, and making it a marketing agency. So the main strategy that goes into this are there's there's a few different ways that that people are are getting these initial leads on people who give you potential OnlyFans buyers. 
The first way is on TikTok. So when you see a hot chick on TikTok, like maybe, I don't know, 10% of them. No, that's that's an exaggeration. Um, but a lot of these videos are people doing OnlyFans marketing. And if you ever want to check, you can click on their profile. And if you see like spicy content or something, <laughs> it's probably for that. The other funnel is Instagram where people are doing the, the follow back type thing, you know, where you like spam yeah. follow a ton of people and unfollow them and not all that. Um, that's like just how you grow um, an Instagram account. Another one, um, you know, the Snapchat scammers will, where you'll get like a DM from a zero snap score person saying um, they want to send you pictures and stuff. That's all OnlyFans marketing. And then the last one is people will make Tinder accounts. Okay, these these like, you know, I don't know, 18 year old men who are trying to make money online fast are going to make it catfish tinder accounts basically for these only fans models that they're trying to market and then they'll match with a ton of people and they'll like start texting in them and then they're just no trying way. to funnel them into the instagram or into buying the only fans so those are the primary <laughs> ways that people are doing it and they break down all the, the pricing breakdown like how much you're going to make how much these models are going to make on only fans through messaging and subscriptions and all of that kind of stuff I think it's hilarious that people then, are like seriously taking this as the yeah. next big way to make money. And then they, they take a profit off of the earnings, right? So you sure yeah, I think it's probably like, I, I guess it's a percentage of, of the earnings rather than, uh, than a, cause these only fans creators yeah. are so small to start. I'm sure it's a percentage um, pricing structure rather than just a flat rate. Like it would be with uh SMMA usually, right? Yeah. Cause for traditional probably. businesses who are just trying to get social media marketing, it's going to be, uh, a flat rate service most of the time but for ofm it's a percentage i think so like maseo if you want to be an only fans model maybe i can be your only fans will you shoot promotional marketing. content for me yeah i could shoot promo <laughs> so i don't think they're actually like, shooting any like promotional content literally like, I, I was <laughs> i want this is gonna sound i went i was on youtube a second ago so watching uh, only fans how to do only fans sure. marketing videos and um they said the only the only uh, things you need are like phones with 4G connections. So basically, you're just gonna go be like a 20 year old who hasn't moved out of their parents' house doing OnlyFans. Actually, I don't know if you get the results that these people say you can get, you're making trillions of dollars doing OnlyFans marketing. So or just buy our six step course. I mean, I mean that's the other thing. So you can try to go to OFM or you can buy our six step course on how to become a trillionaire within 24 hours. Um, I think I think the teen finance course is is, is better. All right, so um, oh, if I have any know, thoughts, you, so yeah, yeah, you know, you know what another word for this could be? What pimping? Pe what pimp? You're a pimp at that you, point. Yeah, you are a pimp. Yeah, pretty much. You're a pimp. You are a pimp. Yeah, no, like like right? almost like, by definition. Like, yes, like 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 a le like a legal pimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, yes, you are you are a pimp at that point. So um but but you're 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 a digital <laughs> pimp. What's the <laughs> I don't know, what's the We need a cooler name. You are a um a web and you're an internet but we need a catchy hmm. 
What's sort of the P that's related to like the internet? Like <clears throat> personalized and Bro, I don't know. Basically, <laughs> you're you're an internet pimp if you do OnlyFans marketing. That is that is true. That's that's literally by definition what it is. How to become an internet pimp title right there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Only f- internet pimps making one million dollars a month. No. Um, but yeah, that's I've been seeing that in every comment section. People are like, this is the only way to get rich work. All right. That was cool. I have perhaps an even weirder way to make money um in this day and age. And it's something that I kind of have been doing passively for the past like 10 years of my life. And that is Lego investing. All right. So there are people who are making so much money buying Lego sets, waiting for their values to go up and then reselling them. And the the reason the, the way I, I realized this opportunity initially was I'm looking at like the Lego sets I have and I'm looking at how much it costs on Amazon. It's like a thousand dollars for a set that costs 200 bucks, you know, seven years ago or something like that. One of the minifigures I have, like a Lego Star Wars minifigure, it was in a set that was like $10. That set alone now is like 80 bucks or something. And that minifigure alone that came in it is like $50. So these, these Lego investing opportunities are all over the place. And people are now doing this. They're just buying sets not opening them or anything that's the reason why i can't i couldn't really sell any of mine is like i was a child and i actually use the toys like they're meant to be used but (laughs) if you want to be a no life adult you can buy these lego (laughs) sets just not open them put them in your closet keep the boxes sealed and then resell them in the future and i have a specific market that i think could be really really good for um lego investing and that is in cars all right so yeah Recently, Lego made this new line called like something Lego Racers. I don't know. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah. they're real life cars. And um, Sam, keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it's the real life cars that are coming in the form of Lego sets, and they're normally around twenty dollars um, on on Amazon and stuff like that. And I think that I mean I already see it with there's a set that was like for a Porsche nine eleven. And it was $20 originally. And oh my gosh, Miss Sarah just brought in a bucket of Legos. Oh, all right. We're we talking about Lego investing. You don't want it, Miss Sarah, if you want to do like a thing where we're like comparing dick sizes, I don't think you want to do this with me because I have so many Legos downstairs in I, my living no, no, room. No, no, no. You said, you said car Legos. I'm, okay. I'm in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unopened McLaren Senna. Um, Unopened four GT, unopened Lotus. <laughs> you beat me to it, Maceo. What? Hey, no, no, hey, don't worry, keeps going. Uh, unopened McLaren Elva. Uh, unopened whatever his Audi is. Um, unopened Koenigsegg. Uh, Jesco. A unopened. GR Supra, and oh, this one actually I did build, which is a Ferrari F8. I am speechless. The next words that were gonna come out of my <laughs> mouth and say, I kid you not, were that I saw the nine the Porsche nine eleven go up at like fifty percent in value. Yeah. After a and month, I a, I and I was gonna say, and I was gonna say. 
people should go buy the yellow Toyota Supra set because a lot of people are going to be buying Supras within the next couple of years and they're going to want to have a Lego set of their car. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, that was a, I was about <laughs> to say that and then you have one that's unopened and that you're Lego investing in. I'm your guy. Because, okay, I was at Target one day, right? And I yeah. watched the employee like turn the corner with a full tray of the Porsche 911 ones, right? Yeah. And there's a guy standing there and he's kind of looking at him. And I was trying to figure out what he was doing. I was like, he's like, I kind of like, I didn't want one, but I wanted to hold one, you know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to feel it. I just want to look at it. And the guy, the employee walks up to this guy, must be his buddy. And he goes, hey man, I got all the ones from the back. If you want them, they're right here. He takes a shopping cart, puts probably 12 of these in his shopping cart <laughs> and goes and checks out. He's a Lego investor. He's a Lego investor. He is textbook Lego, Lego investor. He was not going to build all 12 of those. He is selling them for $250 on the internet. Wow. Right before Christmas. So the the big the big <laughs> Lego, the big white portion at 11. Big, yeah. That one you're going to need to wait on. But like who got one? Grant got one for Christmas or something? Dude, that thing is going to go, it's going to double or triple in value within the next five years. It's still, they're still in stock now though. So, but the, I was talking about the little one, the little like $20 one is like 40 bucks. I have a little one. You do? Yeah. It's somewhere. <laughs> you literally oh. beat me to my own game. McLaren Senna. Built. I was about to go buy a ton of these, but I feel like I'm just copying you doing some like, you know, little boy stuff. Like that, well, that's like, small boy stuff. If I, if I go and buy Legos to invest in now, isn't it? Like, no, it's what I, I was like. I'm gonna stick to these. making videos like, or something, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I really thought Lego investing was gonna be my new thing, but you you've completely beat me to it. Like, I had the intent of building these, but then the more that like I looked at them, they were like really desirable cars that I don't see at Target anymore, and I was like, hmm. So like, this seems like the, an investment the opportunity. Is, is Hot Wheels investing? And you also completely beat me to that. I showed you how I got like this Lotus Amira just because I I saw it at like safeway or something and then you pulled like seven of these out of your ass and i'm like oh oh all these like genius ideas that i think i have like you've already done all of them i don't know where that where they are i have like a little i have like a little stack of all my hot wheels yeah um my, my dad's buddy sent them a, a model three and a model y and the Model 3 and Model Y ones have, like, wide-body kits on them. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've seen wide-body tests in, in real life. No, They're but, cool. uh, dude, that's really funny. That is actually <laughs> hilarious that you just had, like, all of these cars that I was about to name off just, like, sitting in your room. This is unplanned, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if our reactions look fake. I had no idea. Well, we've been talking about the Lego investing thing that's been on, but I'm, I think you bought these a while ago, right? No, these are old. These are like months. That's hilarious. I saw, you, I saw you put in the title and I got excited. That's really funny. The, I was waiting for my. You waiting for the moment to like. Yeah, I was. I was. So I would be like, keep wait, talking, wait, wait moment, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I thought so. There's someone at your door or something. But I'm like, all right, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Never again, bro. All right, Lego investing. Um, if you if you want to do that, actually, don't buy cars. That's Maceo and I have already have that market. Go buy Lego yeah, Star that's Wars my or market. something. I don't know. All right. We're gonna roll into Minnow Tank. Maceo has a couple other uh, business ideas. I don't know how weird they are. If you want to, if you want to go through weirder ideas today, maybe that makes more sense. It fits the theme. Hmm. Okay. I have two of them are pretty legit, but I have one. I, I'm trying not to burn through all money. I have one that's pretty interesting. Okay. Okay. So 
this is this is an app idea that I had. An app I want, idea, I want you, bro. You should sell you, us the Chimp Typhoon. I should sell us the Chimp, the chimp <laughs> Typhoon. So, I was okay. This is a weird story. So, I was at Disneyland like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I was on the ride. It's a small world, and um, a very repetitive song, but it sings it in every single language, basically like from around the world. Mm-hmm. Like as you go through the ride, the language changes for the song. And I was sitting there, and I was like, you know what? There's probably so many great artists from different countries that like maybe american people don't get to experience or like great mm-hmm. types of music and so my idea is an app i called it songs around the world in my notes okay and all it is is that you pick music that you like based off of your interests of like like a whole genre like music that you like in english probably mm-hmm. and then it gives you music from different countries with the same like style basically yeah. just in different languages yeah. and it's like kind of a way to like mix all those like different cultures and like bring you more like music to listen to that's sick and i think it's uh <laughs> it has a good a good like message too beyond just making money with an app like yeah you're, you're bringing the world together you're making it more interconnected you're learning about different cultures and, and realizing that that uh the united states isn't the only country in the world which I, know, I think exactly. a lot I like of people that's need that lesson. Like nah. such a misconception that like yeah. the US is like the only advanced country in the world. It's the only like, place that like, exists. Yeah, like nowhere else is real. Nowhere else has has music though. Um yeah, I like I like it. I like it. And I think this is uh something that did I did is that I I don't want to I'm going to roll into something else. If you have more you want more stuff you want to talk about with the songs around yeah, you, the world. You can roll into it if it if it plays off. No real. It it does it does kind of play off of it and it's it's Mr. Beast's like secret business that he runs on the side that not a lot of people know about. So what Mr. What do you think of when you think of Mr. Beast's um primary ways he makes money? Um probably merch, like his mm-hmm. chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess his YouTube channel. Yeah. I mean Yeah. So that's what most people would say, right? So he has Beast Burger and the chocolate bars, like his those businesses, his merch that he sells. And then he has like his sponsorships that he gets from on, on the YouTube videos and stuff like that. But another big way he's making money is by translating videos. Oh, so, I saw this. So what he's doing is all of his videos that are... Well, how it started actually was Mr. Beast would make videos. And then some Russian guy... This, is, this, is actually, this actually did happen. Some Russian guy went and copied all of his videos and just remade yeah. them but with himself in Russian. So then you get that Russian audience, you know? Mr. Beast was like, all right, I can't stop people from copying me, but I can make my videos in different languages. So what he started doing is they have Mr. Beast in like every single language, Spanish, Portuguese, um, you know, maybe even like Chinese, Indonesian, all of those types of things. Um, And now you can go and people in those other areas can watch Mr. Beast. And it's not like a bad Google translate Siri type voiceover. They hire real voice actors to do yeah. the whole video. So that's cool. Mr. Beast is, is making his videos more accessible and all of a sudden he's like tripling, quadrupling his, his audience size. Because I mean, especially in places like India and stuff. I mean, India is different because they speak like 800 different dialects there, but um, for, for like the biggest ones, I mean, you're capturing billions of people around the world who are like now getting access to the internet and, and need people to watch. Um, so 
it's cool that Mr. Beast is doing that. He's making a lot more money for his main channel and he's funneling a lot of money towards people buying his merch and stuff like that. The interesting part is Mr. Beast isn't just doing this for his own channel, but he's now offering this service to other channels mm -hmm. who want to expand globally. And that's his business that could seriously expand because all of a sudden you may not just be doing this for YouTube videos, movies in the future, maybe just dubbing movies but making it a more streamlined process. This is perhaps the business that he runs with the most growth potential, in my opinion, because it's bigger than him. It's really just like translating totally. stuff globally and hiring the best of the best voice actors to do so. Huh. Teen yeah. Finance China coming soon. Teen Finance and yeah, maybe we'll we'll translate this podcast into to 20 trillion different languages now. In every every <laughs> single language. We're going global. Global How domination is the is is the ultimate goal but yeah i wonder if ai could do it that's what it's a that's that's the natural thing you're gonna ask and with deep faked voices getting very very good it could happen in the future obviously you're still gonna lack that it, it's gonna sound fake for a little while you know yeah, with, but sure. but as but as deep fake voices get progressively better like could you take you know jimmy's voice and then use even though all your samples would be in english could you somehow morph that into different languages i don't know maybe maybe I mean, or you could just take one uh, the sample of one voice actor uh, in in one like country and make that person like the the voice of of that whole country I, that would probably be pretty pretty brutal for for everyone living there but um yeah there is definitely an op an ai deep fake type opportunity in this market too all right sorry i completely no, went away i just like stole the floor no, that was you. great that was great um but your I, I like the idea of uh and it's, it could totally happen with songs too if you want to translate them i think what you were saying was not translating them though and just leaving them like no, getting no, exposed to different like, languages yeah yeah just like give that's like what i think i think that'd be better country. i think that'd be i think that'd definitely be better and also expose you to new new genres like k-pop and stuff like Korean pop yeah. is a genre within itself. It's kind of different than the pop we have in the States, but I think it's pretty popular here too though. It's like a lot of people. Totally. Are pretty, what do you mean? Pretty, Everyone's pretty into into Korean pop. pop, dude. Yeah. <laughs> my my English, my humanities teacher in like seventh grade, obsessed with that stuff, <laughs> dude. Seriously. I know that um I know I know J pop is like on the uprise right now. It's, it's Japanese, it's Japanese pop. pop. Really? Yeah, it's called J pop. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's on the uprise right now. I've been seeing it on like um, it's on TikTok and it's on my Spotify recommended. You gonna go invest in Japanese pop? I wish you invest I in a band. Just put on the I black could. card. It's fine. I could, I would. Give them oh, some money yeah. on the black card. I'll just buy them. It's fine. Do we? The black card is is no is in every country, right? We don't have any foreign transaction fees. I mean, we we choose. Well, actually, we no. we own, wait. They, so we run the black card, right? Like it's, it's not like Amex. Our card, it's yeah. our black no. card no. that we made. So we just spend money in it. It's infinite, right? It well, just comes directly. Card. The money, the money's not real. The money's not real. It also card. comes directly from the Fed. So the Fed just gives yeah. us money for to our bank, and mm -hmm. because we're the only people that use our bank, it's just free money. And like for some reason though, like every the time we spend drum, money dude. on it, oh my gosh, like I don't like every time we spend money on it though, like it says like this word thing. It says like balance negative like eight hundred thousand. Really? But I, I'm guessing that like means like maybe like like the website. That means is, like, they owe us. That means that they maybe? owe us oh, eight hundred thousand okay. dollars. Oh, and I thought saying, it was like my monitor's sorry, we'll angled. Pay like, like, it could weird. be your monitor's angled, or there's like a glitch. Like eight percent angle, where, maybe. Like, and it's, yeah, I, I don't know. 
we'll figure that out. I'll just make a couple calls to the homie Jerome in the in the Fed, and and we'll get that all sorted out. All right, just call. We'll me have to me. we'll have to do a whole. I mean, we're like a finance podcast. We're supposed. I like. We're totally misleading you all. <laughs> all this is a is a joke. To be to to be frank, no, it's it's not a joke. The homie Jerome. I just I, I give him a call. He prints more money and he mails it directly to us. That's how it works. That's 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 the, that's the team. That's the true team finance way. All right. Um. So, do you have any other weird business ideas that fit into this oh, category? Oh, wait. One more thing. Okay. It's not. It's not opened yet. But in the corner of my room, there is the R32 Skyline Lego set. And I Dude, predict oh my the gosh. value of that Lego set will go through the roof. I predict it is going to be a $1,000 Lego set. Give it two years. It is Paul Walker's R32 Skyline. It was like, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. As of now, it's probably not that high. It's it $40 it's on eBay right now in StockX. Okay. That's Should what I buy I one? I think I paid thirty for it, right? Is that or no? It was forty MSRP. Uh, did I pay forty dollars? I think it was. It was probably cheaper MSRP. It's like twenty something. Vitamin thirty. Um. Lego like, Speed I, Champions is what the the line is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I see major opportunity for that, especially with all the JDM fanboys in the world. Absolutely. Right um. So, so the, I think I want to build it though. But. I think most of the like here's a the dom toretto dodge charger twenty dollars so i think i think 20 bucks is the msrp for these things so it's already went up a hundred percent which for anyone who knows stock market returns average is 10 percent a year lego investing beats the stock market by so much it literally <laughs> gaps it it is not really it's more of like a speculation than an investment because your Lego set value could go down or whatnot. Actually, I don't know. I rarely have seen Lego set values go down. Maybe it's just a, a fail-safe way to make money. Um, I mean, I, I did not just say that. I did not just say that. Buy your own risk. Money. It could be very yeah. difficult to sell. Like, there's the chance that you just can't sell them and that people. And then you just build aren't it. Buying. I mean, I see no downside. Then you, yeah, exactly. Then you just like build it and like get into like. Okay, it's twenty five. It was twenty five dollars MSRP, Masaya. So you've okay. already made a lot of money. So I mean, percentage wise. If I, like I give it a couple of years. I don't you, want to build it by for a couple of years. I mean, is it, bro, is a couple put that years in a safe and lock it. Twenty dollars. Well, it's gonna be worth more if you. You're right. Then you're right. buy another one. Buy two. That's build true. one. Double up. Save one as is the investment. Maybe I'll buy one as the. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I have. I have gift cards hmm. to Target, and and I'm thinking I'll just. Uh, buy legos to invest lego in. invest in <laughs> yes sir I'm, I'm gonna i'm i'm gonna steal your market you better you better watch out myself I'm, I'm coming for your for your lego sales you haven't seen the archives yet <laughs> dude i'm scared you probably have like a whole stash in your basement like i do 20 i do have million more lego sets no way all right there are, there are, yeah there's like eight more that's it for this episode we hope you guys learned some some fun and um odd ways to make money we had we had only fans marketing lego investing uh translating i don't know we'll <laughs> see mark your calendars for next week uh, we got the do we do we do we hint at the bod pod or no the bod pod we kind of hinted at last time well you, basically you, the, the name hints it the, 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 <laughs> the name the name hints it all right we'll see y'all next week goodbye see ya Bye. Bye.